All right, guys, podcast number 145. Um, so this one, a um, little bit different of circumstances. I'm in California. If you're listening to this, I'm out here visiting a client on business, you know, do in-person coaching. So they paid me to come out here. That's about a, you know, a five-piece or a ten-piece $1,000 price tag, if you want that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's why I'm out here in California. So I'm in the lobby. Um, and so there might be some noise in the background. So forgive that and just try to focus on the words that I'm talking. Now, today I want to talk about, um, was I wrong? Was I wrong? And some of the assumptions that I made with uh when it comes to a lot of the, uh, you know, a lot of the prescriptions that are prescribed for guys when it comes to relationships, right? Things like, you know, uh, 3D tactics is what I like to call it, meaning 3D tactics, like uh, things that you would do in person, uh, certain actions you would take, uh, psychology tricks that you would take in order to, uh, you know, make a situation or a relationship a lot better. Was I wrong about that? You know, now learning certain things and implementing new things and new tactics, which I have to put you guys onto, right? And I have to teach you guys because, you know, if I'm going to do this, I want to be the best, but we have to be able to play things from certain circumstances and play things from different directions. <clears throat> now, with this one, we won't be uh, playing any music. We're just going to get right into it. But back to the topic again, was I wrong? Now, the reason why I say was I wrong is because, let's give an example. For example, if you have a girl that is a complete slore, right? <laughs> like a girl that is, that is not loyal, she shows uh, very, very uh, bad habits of you know, being a girl that is, um, you know, not loyal, quote unquote, for the streets. You know, the assumption is this is not a girl that you can wife. This is not a girl that you can actually have or be put into a relationship because, you know, she's probably not the type of person that's going to change her ways or even allow you to be um, the type of person to be in a relationship comfortably um without playing on your feelings without bringing you stds or stis whatever the case may be and or even uh show you the type of loyalty which you know you know which is something that would be considered basic in relationship which is you know really not always that basic because uh if it were you know loyalty wouldn't be an issue and <clears throat> a lot of these problems would be fixed Right. And we wouldn't have this issue of, you know, infidelity, which has been around since the beginning of time. <clears throat> but now it's a lot more prevalent, given our time and our day and age. Um, and a lot of things are evident for this. And there's a lot of things that are implemented and uh, ingested into society to keep it that way. Now, usually if you have this type of girl, you would say, no, you can't wipe this type of girl. But there are new things. There are new sciences um, I guess you can even call it uh, praying <laughs> uh, that will give you different results. And this is something that I've been studying lately. 
And it almost breaks the rules for everything. Now, I'm not suggesting and I'm not saying that, hey, KB is saying it's okay to be with a girl that is, oh, KB is saying that it's okay to be with a girl that is um, someone that is not suitable for a relationship. No, I'm not saying that you shouldn't filter a person out, whether you're a man or a woman, right? Whether you're dating, you have to be able to filter someone out to see if they are uh, compatible, more or less even somebody that's you know, mentally capable of being in a relationship for you if you or if you want to be with this person or if you can, right? So I'm not saying don't do that and still don't use these processes of, um, you know, vetting a person and filtering out and make sure they hit the basic standards for a relationship. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is there's a possibility that there are alternatives and I always say there's always exceptions to every situation. Now, this may be the ultimate exception. Um, and not only is it an ultimate exception, it is a way of you getting your desired result, even if this person is a certain way in your mind. <clears throat> you can get them to be a certain way um, and you can have your desired outcome. Now, I know you're thinking like, all right, get to the fucking point, KB. And I will. And I am now. So let's start here. Whenever, and I would say this is the law of assumption. And, you know, I did a series recently. And I just did another video. And he sent it to a few exclusive clients um, that are taking coaching or clients who really, really need help um, direly. Um, how to get your ex back now if you look on youtube and if you're on uh patreon this is a series in which i did do all the all the videos now are available on youtube soon i will put that into a course where they won't be available on youtube so make sure you get a chance to look at them when you can and and basically how to get your ex back right and we always know that sometimes that's not something you want to do all the time that may not be something necessary depending on who that person is but this changed the game, this idea, this almost esoteric knowledge, right? It's almost like uh, it, it, it would be seemed esoteric, but uh, in, in plain sight, it, it's almost as if you're praying. It's called the law of assumption, right? You're assuming something to be a certain way. And basically how your mind works is when, once you make this assumption, and your mind is so powerful because your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between something that you simply imagine versus something that you are actually experiencing. For example, um, there's been plenty of, uh, of experiments, plenty of psychology experiments that prove this uh, while well, they have the basketball experiment. And th this is just one facet of it. There's a lot more details of it, and I will expand upon that if you're on Patreon. But let's give you the basics here. So in this experiment, um, there's a control group of three groups, right? So you have three groups, and in these three groups, <clears throat> there are people uh, working on their shot, their basketball shot, and they're playing basketball, right? So in the first group, they are practicing for maybe the span of two to three weeks. 
and they're shooting this basketball and they're working on their, I guess, jump shot or just a single shot or whatever it may be. They're practicing the shot repeatedly over and over. And at the end of the experiment, the goal is to see how well and how much better they got from actually physically practicing. That's the first control group. The second control group is uh, doing nothing. They're not practicing at all. And they're going to see how well they get over this two to three week span. And the third group is actually just imagining, like they are visualizing with their head, with their brain um, on how to shoot the shot. Uh, practicing shooting their physical basketball shot into a hoop, right? They're practicing with their mind. Now, at the end of this experiment, the first group got better about 25%. The second group, who didn't practice at all, didn't get better at all. Obviously, it's a given because if you don't practice, you won't get better. And the third group who simply imagined they didn't shoot one physical shot in that two to three week span, they got better by like 22 to 23%. And I remember it was like 2% less than the people who actually physically practice. So what does that tell you? It tells you that your mind doesn't know the difference between something that you simply imagine versus something that you actually do. And that's the way your mind works. So back to my point, your mind is very powerful. Now there's, now you're probably asking, how does that relate to a relationship? <clears throat> well, when you think about someone right when you think about a person all you ever have is your concept of them right so like for example if someone's not in front of me and i'm thinking about that person i'm usually thinking about who they are as a person i'm thinking about their attributes i'm thinking about if they're nice if they're a fun person if they're a sexy person if they're a beautiful person uh if she's fun freaky all that stuff that's an idea it's an idea that i have in my mind and it's how i conceptualize people and how you conceptualize people also creates your experience. There is nothing in this world that is done that first wasn't a thought in someone's head. Literally nothing. There's nothing you can think of in this entire world that wasn't first a thought, which is almost an indicator of a creator, right? <laughs> like of like, you know, it's people who try to disprove that, you know, there's no creator, there's no God figure. But, and you know, uh, you know, uh, science actually proves this. What is it? I'm not sure if it's... Uh, quantum physics and then you get into how things work like the double split experiment right but that's a little tangent let's not go off on that um but <clears throat> back to my point there's nothing in this world that isn't created first in your head there's nothing you can do um that you don't first think first right you know you probably might not think about walking but you'll think about getting up and moving from one place to the other before you actually do it <clears throat> you might not think about the process of actually brushing your teeth, but when you decide to brush your teeth, you think, oh, hey, I need to go brush my teeth, and you go and do it, right? But my point is, there is nothing that isn't first thought. And what a lot of people don't understand is that your thoughts and your actions and your feelings are creating your life experiences. You can always tell what someone is thinking by what their appearance is, what their life presents, the type of car they drive, um, you know, their circumstances, you know, people are born into certain, certain circumstances, but as you become an adult, if you take, as you take more control and charge of your life, your circumstances usually change. And you can always tell what someone has been thinking or is thinking based on what their life has, what their life is surrounded by, right? Because everything starts in the mind. Now, this is 
not that easy of a process to wrap your head around because most people don't take responsibility for their life. You know, if you ask me, and I've talked about it on past podcasts where I say, you are responsible for every single little thing in your life. Most people don't take that that much responsibility, um, which is why most people aren't as successful in life. When you took when you take a look at a lot of millionaires, I and mean, even a lot of my millionaire friends, they take a lot of responsibility. Versus, you know, if you look at your average person, they don't take that much responsibility for the things that happen to their life. A lot of people play victim to circumstances and say, "Well, this and that and the third. But if you have the mindset that you are responsible for every single little thing in your life, you start to make less excuses. Because once you take responsibility, you say, well, okay, how do I change this? How do I find a way to fix this if it can be fixed? Right? And that's usually the stance that you usually start to take after a while. But once you start to do that, you understand that you are responsible and you are in charge of your thoughts. But back to my point is how you conceptualize a person is in your head. So let's say if you have this person and let's say if, you know, you have this girl and you're arguing with her all the time. You say she does this, she does that. She's like always in the streets. She's always doing that. What if you changed your thought of her? What if you didn't think that, okay, even though she's doing something and it doesn't match your, your current reality, it doesn't match the 3D world. What if you did something in your head to change the narrative that of what's actually going on? For example, if she's always out running the streets or he's always out running the streets, uh, always doing things that you don't like, what if you start to trick your mind into believing that they're not actually doing it? I promise you, your experience will be a thousand percent different. Now, it's not something easy to do. Because going against your, your, your 3D world or your current reality of what's actually in front of you takes immense focus. Because not only do you have to be a bit delusional, you have to control your emotions. But the science says, the evidence says, your mind says, just like the, the examples that are presented with the, experience, with the experiments that were done in the control groups, your mind does not know the difference between something you simply imagine versus something that is actually happening, right? And just, we know how repetition works, right? The more you do something, the more familiar it becomes. Now, if you start to do this and it's not as easy as first, right, it might not, but anything you do over time becomes a lot easier, right? If you're a fighter, if you're an athlete, any type of athlete, you do something in the first week, it's gonna be difficult. But by the second month, I guarantee you, if you stayed consistent, it will be a lot easier. Because repetition is the mother of learning, and it works the same way with your brain. If you start to meditate, right, and at first it's not easy, but then after a while you pick up on it and it becomes a lot easier, it's because you stay consistent. You're creating new neural pathways in your brain that makes this a lot easier for yourself. Well, it's the same thing with having certain imaginings. If you did a certain uh, visualization twice a day and you pretended and if you acted as if you had this desire fulfilled and you stayed consistent with it at first it may be hard to imagine at first it may be a little difficult because your current reality doesn't match it it may be a little difficult but with some coaching with some persistence with some consistency 
I promise you, if you do the process correctly, you will have your desired goal. Now, this is just a vague, uh, you know, checklist in order for you to learn how to reach this goal. But obviously, if you subscribe to Patreon, if you obviously get coaching, this will be a lot easier. Now, back to my point is, if you start to think about this person differently, if you simply hack your mind, and if you're intelligent enough, you can do it off this alone. But there's a lot of steps that are aren't being mentioned in here. So, you know, if you try this and you don't get the desired results, don't try to say that it's bullshit because I'm only giving you a vague, uh, you know, a, a, a very vague, uh, you know, standpoint and very vague checkpoints on how to get this done. You know, it, 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 it takes a little more effort. And a lot of times some people say, well, that's not even putting in real work. Like, say, for example, if you had to show somebody that you really wanted them, you would put in the work, you would go hang out with them, you would make the time. But you can have those same desired results from in your own world and in your mind. <clears throat> there are some schools of thoughts that, that say that um, the, everything in the world is all mental. Like the whole entire world is mental. Everything that you have, everything that you believe, everything that you know is mental, and everything starts and stems from the mind. And your whole reality works this way. And once you start to understand this, you start to see that it is very true. So back to the topic at hand when we're talking about relationships and uh, relationship dynamics. How does that work? Right. It's like, okay, well, a lot of the tactics that I tell you guys will work. Most of them work, if not all of them, depending on your current situation, depending on how you implement it. Everybody's circumstances are a little different. Right. So sometimes guys may subscribe to Patreon. They may look at a certain video and say, okay, this sounds like my situation. Let me do it. But it doesn't always match. So this way they might not have the best success, but the guys who are a little intuitive or if they want to make sure if they really want it to work they'll just you know pay for a call or they'll pay for coaching for a month or they even pay the extra money have me fly out if they think it is worth it okay now in your mind you can get to the same results that i that, I, that you have with the 3d results but the idea is to live in the end Live in the end of you having what you want, how you want it, and picture this person and act as if in the real world, as if it's already done. Just like these psychology tricks and these experiments have proved. It's very unorthodox, yes. It's very uh, different, yes. But this is the thing that even religion teaches. Like, I remember uh, reading Quran. There's a verse in Quran where Allah talks about how, uh, you know, there's some of my slaves when he prays, he prays and knows that it's going to happen. And surely enough, it happens. He says, he says something to that effect. I'll find it for you. Even in the Bible where it says, when Jesus says, pray as if you, are, if you already have your desire fulfilled. Pray as if you already have it. Not pray as if it's going to come, right? So you pray for something you're expecting. You have to act and feel and behave in a manner that's already done. And if you can understand that, you know how to do it. But the problem is there's a lack of faith. People have a lack of faith in themselves. They don't really trust the process. 
there's just a lack of faith in general. Most most of society nowadays, I feel, isn't really religious. And if they, even if they are, people are not really putting in the work to try to understand whether you be Christian, Muslim, uh, you know, you practice Judaism, any of the Abrahamic religions, right? But these are really basic principles. But you people stray away from them because they, you know, there's a lot of contradiction in some of the some of the other religions. Not referring to Islam because obviously I'm Muslim, so I can only defend that. But um, there are a lot of contradictions when it comes to certain things. So that kind of strays people away from the processes. But these processes, they work. And now science is starting to verify it, right? You have like this guy named Dr. Dr. Joe Dispenza, right? Um, I think he's a, I think he's a clinical psychologist. I'm not sure what type of doctor he is, but I even have one of my clients who who goes to his, uh, to his retreats, and he's this guy is pulling off miracles in person. He's curing people from blindness. He's fucking having people who can't walk walk. He's curing people from things like cancer. He's he's doing all types of things that that would be deemed miracles, quote unquote, right? Some of the things that if you read in these religious books, like you know, Jesus did, the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu did, these are literally he's pulling off miracles, but he's teaching people how to do it themselves. He's not doing it to them. Right? But using these same processes knowing the feeling matching the feeling and having the law of assumption right now if you did this and there are people all the time pulling off miracles getting their exes back just doing this shit all the time doing it all the time and they are they are mastering and learning how to create their reality now would I say you don't do any of the tactics that I've taught, any of the tactics or techniques that I've taught in the past? No, I would never say abandon that because this is just an easier way of getting it done. Now, it may seem easier for some, but some it's not because you may think because you're doing it all in your head, you don't have to put in the work, but it's just as much work, it's just as much exerting, right? Because you have to take the time and you'll see when you live in the mental space, it's not as easy as just, you know, all right, I'm going to go do it. It may be different and a little unorthodox and not as easy as first, but it's still equivalent to putting in work. It's still equivalent to uh, putting in work. Say if you put work hours in the gym versus putting work hours in your head, the science and, you know, the experiment says you'll get the same results, right? Just like the basketball experiment. If they got better practicing shooting their shot in the head and in their head, right? The basketball shot. So let's say if somebody's lifting weights, What's to say that you won't get that same desired results? Yeah, it may be a little harder because you're not used to practicing things in your head. Let's say if you can't walk and you lost your ability to walk or if you have a funny limp, but you want to fix it. So what would you start doing for hours on end in the day, maybe hour on, hour off, 15 minutes on, 15 minutes off? Picture yourself walking. Picture yourself doing these things that you normally can't do. And if you persist and you stay consistent, I promise you, you will have the results. And how do I know? Because I already started my clients doing this. As soon as I became aware, and I already knew this because it's something that I've done for years, but actually trying to tell people to do it was something that I was a little afraid of. Because I give guys regular things to do, 3D techniques and tactics, and they have a hard time with that. So imagine trying to tell somebody 
to simply imagine. You fucking probably think I'm a kook, right? It works, and I get it done. And to make you even a little more confident in it, if you don't believe, uh, the CIA conducted a series of experiments. It's called the Gateway Project, right? Um, I believe these experiments were done in the 1980s. Uh, now, the Gateway Project were a series of mental and law of attraction exercises. And when I say law of attraction, it's a very vague term. The law of attraction it, in itself is, is just a definition. It's not a process. Um, so it, it just covers a, a very wide, vague range of like different techniques, right? And these, these uh, experiments were conducted in the 1980s, I believe. And the CIA released them as declassified in the early 2000s, I want to say anywhere from like 2004 to 2009. Um, so they've been around for about 20 something years. And they have, there's one in particular uh, facet of these large attraction um, experiments they did. It's called patterning. And basically, patterning is a process of um, when you basically try to visualize and imagine something and you manifest it but basically what they say is uh they call it patterning so they they basically made it very difficult to understand so people won't try to do it and just basically give up on it because they know the masses are not a little feeble-minded most people aren't going to do something that's difficult which is why most people don't fall into the one percent and that's why rich people fall into one percent because it's it's not something so easily done most people aren't willing to put in the work, and that's if you separate yourself, you'll be able to do it. But they call it patterning, and basically they say if you can visualize something and feel it and match the emotions with enough intensity and you do this persistently and consistently, um, you will have just about any desired result that you want. Now, there's a lot more that goes into it. There's a lot more process that goes into it, um, but basically – there's been experiments done and it's verified. So all the non-believers are the atheists, the agnostic people who don't necessarily uh, believe in this process. It's real and it can be done and we're doing it all the time. There's nothing that can you can say to disprove that. There's nothing in this world that is done that isn't first a thought. And when you put a blueprint, for example, if I want to go build a building, it has to be a thought in my head first. And then once it's a thought, I put it on paper. It's called a blueprint. And then once the blueprint is done, I actually put everything together. I get the funding and everything, the building and the manpower and the resources I need to build that building. But it started with a thought. There is nothing in this world that does not start with a thought first. Nothing. So with that being said, there are new techniques on the horizon us to get what we want and this doesn't always apply and only apply to relationship dynamics this can apply to just about anything the possibilities are limitless so moving forward the patreon the value is going to be so much more worth it it's going to be so much more so i'd advise you to get on this because i have guys seeing me seeing success with it and it's only two people that didn't see success and why because they gave up before they actually got the success that they wanted and that's the only way you can fail if you say well it didn't work 
I said, why didn't it work? I stopped. I stopped doing the process. Well, that's the reason why are you not continuing? Why are you not continuing to do what you have to do? Don't stop. Stay consistent. It's like saying, I'm going to start playing basketball with uh, D-League college players. Let's not even say pros. And I was given you know, not necessarily a time or a date to how fast I would get better. But year two, I stopped of never playing basketball. And then I wonder why, oh, I didn't get better. No, because you stopped. Why would you stop? You stay consistent and continue, right? The time has to pass anyway. Three years, four years, five years, six months, two weeks, whatever the case may be. If you stay consistent, you'll get your desired result. Because if you stop two weeks in and you could have continued for a year, the year is going to pass either way. Time waits on no man. Time is undefeated. Time in the internet. But I think the time will outplay the internet. So I think time is undefeated always, right? So you'll never beat out time. Time has to pass anyway. So just stay consistent in what you're doing. And you'll always see the success. It's inevitable. So was I wrong about certain people and how you should never? Like I said, there's always exceptional situations. I wouldn't say I was wrong, but I will say that we found new techniques and I'm ready to implement them and I'm ready to change lives. Not only does this take my value up because I can fix certain situations with very simple and simplistic laws and rules, but now we found a new technique. It may take a little more time. It may take a little more patience. But now I feel unstoppable and I want you guys to feel the same way. So make sure you hit the link in the bio, subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the Patreon most of all. You can reach out to my assistant and book a private consultation if you need. And yeah, let's get it done, boys. Let's 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 get this shit done. Let's get this shit going. And let's be limitless, all right? Let's wrap this up. I think this is podcast one one forty-five and I'll be back tomorrow. Consistency.